0: This week on the Docs to Dads podcast, I'm making a big move in my professional career as well as our big family move. I'm going to talk a little bit about my new gig and how I hope it will help Docs to Dads continue to grow and better serve dads everywhere. This week on the Docs to Dads podcast. Hello and welcome to the Docs to Dads podcast a health and wellness resource for any dad looking to actively engage with their health, the health of their children, and building a stronger, healthier community around their family. Each week, Dr. Scott, a board-certified pediatrician, will explore topics relevant to child health and how dads can be an active participant in their growth, development, and other issues that affect children and the whole family. Hi there, welcome back to the Docs to Dads podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Scott Grant, and I am very excited to be with you again, uh, coming from uh, our new home here in Arizona. This week on the podcast, I want to talk a little bit about the changes that are happening for me professionally. I've spent a little bit of time over the last couple of episodes talking about our big move as a family and how it's affecting me and my wife and our kids and kind of the personal side of this. But there's also a big professional move that's happening. Uh, So I want to talk a little bit about how what I'm doing now is going to be different from what I was doing before for those of you who have been listening to the podcast for a while and what that's going to mean for the podcast going forward. So for those of you who aren't familiar with the process of becoming a doctor, becoming a pediatrician, just a quick overview of that is that you start out with uh, a standard degree from a university, a bachelor's degree, and then after that you apply to medical school, either MD or DO school to become a doctor. And almost every doctor, medical doctor that you see, whether it's the trauma surgeon in the ER or the other doctors in the ER, orthopedic surgeon, adult doctors who specialize in diabetes or cancer, primary care, psychiatrists, pediatrician, all of these folks many of whom I've had on uh, the podcast before to talk about various aspects of health for, for dads and children, all basically go through the same medical training up through the point that they graduate from medical school and get their MD or DO degrees. And after that, you go through specialty training called residency that's specific to the specialty that you're hoping to pursue, uh, these can last anywhere from three to seven years. I think for like basic residencies, uh, and then you can always tack on additional training called fellowships if you want to subspecialize even further. So you can become a pediatrician and then become a pediatric emergency room doctor or a pediatric cancer specialist or something like that. And to do that, you would add on additional years of training through fellowship. For me, I stuck with just standard pediatric residency. And this is what originally brought me out to Phoenix back in 2013, uh, where after I graduated from medical school in El Paso, Texas, I came to Phoenix Children's Hospital uh, and did uh, my residency here. I also stayed on for an additional year in Phoenix to do a chief year where I did some administrative teaching and clinical work uh, related to that. And then after that is when Uh, my family, which at the time was just me and my wife, relocated up to Michigan so that my wife could do her residency uh, in ophthalmology. Those of you who know, uh, who have listened to the podcast for a while know that I had her on to talk a little bit about uh, child health related to the eyes um, because that's her area of expertise. Uh, Subsequent to that, we had our three amazing kids in Michigan and kind of grew our family. And in that time, I was working at a large academic institution in Southeast Michigan. Uh, Where I was primarily providing care um, through my role as an educator. So I was in both the hospital and the clinic, but most of the care that I was providing was in the context of helping residents who were going through the residency training program at, at that hospital to become pediatricians. They were the ones sort of primarily seeing the patient, and then I was there kind of as a secondary person to help. Uh, teach the residents what was the right thing to do, uh, make sure the families had uh, a good experience in our clinic or in the hospital to the uh, degree that that's possible, and made sure that the kids were getting the highest quality care that we could offer. But most of that was done sort of as part of a team working with residents who most of the time were sort of the first person that the the patient saw. Every once in a while, I had uh, uh, an experience in the hospital where I would be kind of the primary person who was taking care of uh, the families. But for the most part, uh, I was kind of that teacher, that supervisor role, and wasn't really caring for the families directly uh, in the same way that I am now. Um, so I was there as a teaching person, making sure that we were providing evidence-based care and taking good care of the families. But growing up, I always imagined that I would become a pediatrician who worked in a community office that was you know, owned by other pediatricians and kind of was a family experience there and who... You know, I was taking care of families in the community where I lived who were people that I knew and interacted with. I could watch those kids grow up over time, meet their developmental milestones. We've talked a lot about that over the course of the podcast. You know, going through preschool, elementary school, all the way up through high school and on to college and sort of just be part of that experience and walk alongside those families, walk alongside those parents to help support those parents in raising their kids uh, and making sure that they stayed healthy and helping them through uh, when when bad things might happen. As I was preparing for this opportunity to potentially re- relocate, you know, I was doing some interviews at some of the larger academic institutions here uh, in the area as well, where I would be having a little bit more opportunities for teaching. But I also wanted to open my search a little bit to see whether I wanted to go back and kind of pursue that original dream that I had, where I was Taking care of these families directly, and they were coming to an office that had you know my name on the door, uh, and they were coming to see me, and they were excited to see me, and they wanted to tell their friends about this great new doctor that they found, and those kinds of things. Right, that's the the dream that you hope to build uh, when you're when you're taking care of families, uh, and that you develop those really meaningful relationships with them. For the last six years, I've been working more in an academic institution where I was doing teaching, as I talked about before, but I was also involved in research projects and writing manuscripts to try to get published and doing other kinds of non-clinical work. I was doing uh, you know, evaluations for the residents to help them grow professionally, learn what they needed to know, decide what they wanted to do, doing some career mentorship and all those kinds of things. And those are all things I loved doing very much, but were things that kind of pulled me away from the patients that I wanted to take care of uh, in some way. And so I wanted to just explore whether that was something I wanted to try to go back to. And so after a lot of discussion with uh, different practices and uh, doing interviews and a lot of time in in prayer and contemplation, just thinking about what I wanted to do, I decided to go for it. Um, This has kind of been my dream all along. And so I wanted to see if this was something that I wanted to do and do it for at least a few years and kind of see uh, how I like it. I think I'm going to enjoy it um, already. I've been in this job for a couple uh, of days. This has been my first week there, and it's really been confirmatory that this is really what I love to do. I like going into rooms and talking to families about the things that are affecting their health and, uh, and affecting their life. And so now that I uh, we've relocated our family here to Arizona, I, I have a new role where I'm going to be a primary care pediatrician at a practice here uh, in Arizona called Desert Shores Pediatrics. And I'm really excited to kind of get that um, started. So this is a a group that has a lot of of providers of various kinds and from various backgrounds. There's a lot of colleagues that I'm uh, gaining now that I can learn from and grow with um, and who will help me along the way just to learn how to kind of take care of uh, families. And so for the first time in my career, I'm going to be working on building up my own panel of patients who are families who identify me as their kid's pediatrician and who want to see me and talk to me when their kid is sick or they're having some kind of problem or just to check in and say everything's going great and we're growing well and we're just here to get our vaccines for school or whatever the case may be and that I can really develop those relationships with one-on-one without just being you know one part you know secondary part of a team like I'm the primary doctor that those folks are coming to see. Uh, If you know anyone who lives in the Phoenix area, especially in the East Valley uh, suburbs of Phoenix, and they are looking for a pediatrician, I would love the chance to get in touch with them, chat with them, see if we might be a good fit, uh, share with them the podcast. They can kind of get an idea based on different topics that I've talked about on the podcast, whether we might be uh, a good fit socially, uh, you know, whether they like the stuff that I talk about related to faith or development or any of these other things. You know, there's a lot of um, stuff that I talk about here on the podcast. Uh, and it's a lot of the same information that I would share with families in clinic as well. Um, and so uh, if you know somebody who might be looking for a pediatrician, I, I would love to, to see if I could be a good fit for them. Uh, those of you who have listened to the podcast know that uh, for my priorities, when it comes to taking care of families, number one, I want to make sure that parents have all the information that they need to make the best decisions for their child as it relates to their health uh, and well-being. Uh, Number two, I always want to include parents in the discussion about a child's health. You know, these should not be decisions that a a doctor by themselves is sort of unilaterally making. It should be a team effort between the parents and, and the care provider to sort of figure out, like, what's in the best interest of the of the child, and what are the things that we need to do? How can we help them through whatever challenges might be coming along? Uh, Those kinds of things. And if you know the title of the podcast is Docs to Dads, I'm especially passionate about making sure that dads stay in the loop about their child's health uh, and have the information that they uh, need as well. And then three, I want to be able to provide resources and information to families about the most common questions and challenges that come up. That parents are talking about around their dinner table that maybe they don't even think to ask their pediatrician about because they don't know that that's something that we can help with or they don't, you know, it's not something that comes to mind when they're with us in the office. And so having this repository of information that parents can access uh, for me in the in the setting of the podcast episodes and the blog posts that I have at docstodads.com, those can be a resource for families that I can then share Uh, with them if they want more information or if they want to talk a little bit more about something. And that is a way that I can hopefully try to integrate the work that I'm already doing here with the podcast into the care that I'm going to be providing for these patients. And so I'm hoping that as I, I grow into this practice and I find families that I'm taking care of, I'll be able to use the podcast to say like, oh, that's a very common question. Here's a little bit of information about that. And if you want more about that, I've got a whole episode of a podcast that you can listen to that goes deep dive into all of that and gives you all the information that you could need. And then you can always reach out to me if you have any other questions or if you need anything else from that. That's kind of the way that I'm hoping to take the podcast and integrate it into the practice. But what about the other way? What does this mean overall for the podcast itself? For parents of infants and young children, I've got lots of episodes about different challenges that come up along the way that parents are going to be talking about. And I'm hopeful that my new patients will also provide me with a new source of questions and inspiration for episodes for the podcast, questions that maybe I haven't thought of yet, or questions that are Uh, maybe unique to my patients here in Arizona, but there are certainly plenty of other places where problems that might be affecting kids here could be spread to other places, right? And so, for example, I had a kid today who was telling me that they um, were starting to have migraine headaches for the first time, and I realized that I haven't really done anything about headaches or migraine headaches. And that might be uh, a cool episode to do either by myself or or finding a neurologist to come on and talk about that uh, a little bit. And so that'll be kind of an, an area of inspiration that I can draw from my new practice uh, and turn into blog posts and podcast episodes and those kinds of things. Just to make sure, again, the heart of this podcast is that I want to make sure that I'm answering questions and providing information that will help you as parents take the best possible care of your kids, keep them happy and healthy and well, and to help you make the right decisions when you're having tough conversations around your dinner table about what to do in those challenging moments as a parent. Uh, that is where I'm, I'm going to continue to go with the podcast. I also have a new group of colleagues that I'll be working with at my new practice who all have different interests and expertise and experience that I can hopefully bring onto the podcast. And maybe I can start having some of them as guests on the podcast also to sort of continue to promote this new practice that I'm joining, but primarily to just bring you different perspectives, different ideas uh, about how to handle some of these common challenges, especially if there's an area Uh, that one of my colleagues is particularly passionate about, I can bring him on the podcast and we can, uh, you know, continue to develop those relationships uh, in that way. And so uh, I'm really excited about a lot of new opportunities that are opening up so that I can continue to bring the podcast to as broad an audience as possible. And that's really the intention for the future of the podcast is that this is going to continue to be relevant to a broad audience of dads and parents from across the country and across the world. I am not planning to make it anything sort of specific to my patients at my practice or even just now everything's going to be focused specifically on Arizona or, or this area of Phoenix that I'm in or anything like that. Obviously, that's the data that I'm going to have to be able to share with you. So, if I'm sharing community data, I'm going to try to pull that from nationwide just like I did when I was in uh, Michigan, but that's going to be kind of inspired primarily by what I'm seeing in the clinic every day, the way that it used to be inspired by what I was seeing in the hospital uh, in Michigan. And so there's going to be a, a little bit of a change in influence in that way, but I will continue to make this applicable to as broad an audience as possible. Well, we're going to continue talking about health and wellness, but we're also going to be talking about the same spirituality and faith uh, topics that we've been uh, speaking about in the past. How do we help our kids develop spiritually as well as uh, with their motor skills and their speech and all of those kinds of things? How do we uh, help them develop those core values that we've talked about in the past? All of those kinds of things are going to continue to be a key part of what I'm trying to do uh, here at Docs to Dads that you've been expecting from the Docs to Dads podcast over the last two years that we've been coming to you. As always, I welcome your episode ideas. If there's a particular topic that you'd like me to talk about, an article that you saw in the news or something you talked about maybe with your pediatrician uh, that you want to get another perspective from or you want me to do a deep dive into the research and like what does this actually mean, get into some of the nuances uh, so that you can make uh, a better decision for your child's health, that is absolutely something I'd be happy to do. I'd be glad to turn that into a podcast episode or an email newsletter, uh, blog post. I've got, I've got a lot of different ways that I try to share information. Um, so please send those to me. The more you send those to me, the the faster I can get that back out to you. The best ways to do that is probably through uh, social media, my favorite of which is LinkedIn. You can just go uh, onto LinkedIn and, and search for my name, Dr. Scott Grant, or you can find the podcast page by searching Docs to Dads. If you live more on Facebook or Instagram, you can certainly find me there at Docs to Dads Pod. That's Docs, the number two, Dads Pod. Um, if you don't do the social media thing, that's certainly fine. Shoot me an email, Docs docstodadspod at gmail.com, and I can be ha- I'd be happy to engage with you that way as well. I just want to make sure that the content that I'm producing is meeting your needs and helping you and your family answer the questions that you're discussing around your dinner table. I want to say thanks, as always, to Phil Ravon for editing this podcast, and I want to encourage you to tune in next week, where I will be sharing some of my experiences from the American Academy of Pediatrics National Conference, which I will be attending this weekend, so I'll probably be recording that episode live from my hotel room in Washington, D.C., so I'll be excited to share with you what I'm learning there. Until then, remember that what you do as a dad matters. Keep building happier kids, healthier dads, and stronger communities. Thanks so much. The information included in this podcast and other Doxadad's platforms is intended for your education and entertainment only. It is not intended as medical advice and should not replace a relationship with a primary care pediatrician or other provider who will give the most appropriate recommendations for your individual situation.